January 7th, 2018, it's a lot from Pedro's show.
Birthday, happy belated yeah. New Year's, uh, all that God, stuff. Since the t- tour with the Italian guys, not a lot of time with Watt and Flesh and Blood because you're hip, but how is the hip doing? The hip's doing pretty good. I just made I, said, a, I don't see the crutch, I don't see the suit. I've been, I've been weaning myself off of it. I, I took a hike down in Mexico to the waterfalls at Yalapa. That's I made right. it, I was bitching. Uh, listeners, Brother Matt was on a boat around my B Day time last yeah. Christmas. Yes, that was sweet. Yalapa was a dream little town with cobble, no cars. Right uh, that's down down south of Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Uh, no cars, just little cobblestone trails, yeah. waterfall, beach. That was righteous. Were uh, some of the stops those stupid mall things? Well, you know, the, the ship thing is like epitome of tourist life. It's not really the prime style of travel, but when in Rome, um, yeah. you know. But anyway, <laughs> I've heard of some of these packages where they bring mainland China people to Hong Kong. Mm. And this one lady was beating some lady for not buying shit. Oh yeah, Mazalan, you're getting hustled by hustled by everybody, yeah, chicklets and shit. The tour guy beating your ass for not. Yeah, only one town was like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we just had Which that. Town? <laughs> that was Mazalan was nuts. Mazelan. Yeah, wow. yeah. Raul went there though. I, I think if you get off though. Yeah, you gotta just go in the right. Proper zones, every they place. They saw the fucking uh, step pyramids. Mm. Oh, cool! I saw the Mazalan cliff divers. They were cool. Oh yeah. At uh, Friday kind night, we had out, right? yeah forty-five feet into yeah, six feet of water. They have to read the tide. Yeah, you got to wait for that swell yeah, to come in. Yeah, it's got to swell, or it'll be too shallow and yeah, blow. Yeah. I should uh, uh, say what we started off with. Well, we just had the other cruise ship in town that's going around the world for five months. That was same, uh, same uh, posse of passengers. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, same posse for passengers. They took off in Miami on December fifth. I think they get home like May fifth. They go to five continents, sixty-four ports. It's wow, crazy. I think Bill? it starts at like forty grand for the okay. bilge seat. <laughs> and that's why I like, like, throw you a line and drag you yeah. behind the boat. On the <laughs> okay, we started off with song of praise. John Coltrane, live at the half note. Uh, Special guests. Yeah. All the way from Mammoth to Coconus. Welcome to the Flatlands. And uh, people met Phil here when he had a shop for fixing up the boats, cars, van, Conoline, and Lamita. Right on uh, near where Anaheim gets west, mm. just south of PCH. Uh, so you escaped the zone for the mountains, huh? Has that been working out good? It's nice perfect. It's, it's like it's years d- now, Ted? About going on eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah, going on. Well, let's eight. go way back before we'll get to that. Yeah. Your first musical memory. Uh well, I mean, 
mom singing in the house. We got artists on both sides of the family. Um, born and spent the first few years in San Francisco. Remember going to Golden Gate Park and they had some kind of kitty sort of exhibit where you you pushed a button and it recorded it played music you know and you got to listen i remember that as a toddler i don't know how but that that's a memory and then later you know we'd have these these uh, assemblies and uh be like at the forum and and stuff for for witnesses we've talked about this before and and back in the day they had a whole orchestra and i was just i i loved instrumental music and had that orchestra going and that's where I fell in love with the saxophone. Okay. And I actually, that that led me to attempt uh, E-flat alto and alto sax. Sure. Yeah. Alto cannonball Adderley. Yeah. Actually, John Coltrane started. He went to tenor because of some advice from Cleanhead Vincent. And then himself went further to the soprano I read about. But usually they won't let a sax in an orchestra. There's well, about it, the, tim- the, the timber of the tenor. Uh, yeah, timber, yeah. Timber, not tenor. The timber, there's something about how the scale is weighted. It's kind of rubs. Yeah, you generally the won't see it. in there. Yeah. You got the woodwinds. Yeah. And those guys are the grandfathers. Because Adolf Sachs is a Belgian dude. Right. I've actually seen some of the first ones. Was a clarinet make? And Brother Steve told me something about if you can do clarinet, you can do sax. But if you do sax, you can't do clarinet. So I, I, I never got that far. But was there <laughs> anybody playing in the pad? Your ma's singing? Is there any instruments? No, no, she wasn't in a band or anything. But, no, but she's but, singing. Uh, just you know, singing too. I wondered if there was stuff around the house, like guitars. No, pianos. my dad was a commercial artist. He did he did like creative art and you know advertising and that kind of thing. And uh, he was trying to balance that with family life because you know most you were, you were either in or out. You know when you did that, you were either yeah. big or you were, you were nothing. Tom so, Watson's butt, did that. Yeah, but he managed. He managed. We we, we got by. And uh, well, but but no, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of that go you know music actually happening in the house. Players, yeah, yeah. But there's listeners, yeah, yeah, okay, and so fans, a lot of records, yeah. And then you got Some records they were kind of broke, so you know. But I had friends that their their folks had records. We so cross pollinated in the community. Was there music classes? Yeah, I had band. Okay. I, so I got the sax. My folks scraped up the money, got me the sax. I was in the band, uh, and I was learning to. You know, sight read. I mean, not. I never got to the point where you could sight read because that's like when you just look at it and you play. But I could, I could read music and I could okay. find the notes on the horn and things. Were, I, I could do the read. It was all going good. But we got this band, you know, director that really wanted to be somewhere else, and and he made me not want to play. That, that happens. Okay. It was not a good experience. Yeah. So, and I was kind of the deer in the headlights kind of kid at that time. What's this, you know? junior high? No, I was in grade school. It's still grade yeah, school. Yeah, I was grade school. Wow, they had music in grade school. That was, Walteria. Well, junior high, I got thrown out seventh grade. I tried it, Mr. Louis <laughs> Dossi. He said, you know what, Mr. Watt, being polite, uh, you try hard, but, you know, you should probably stop wasting your time and my time. And he looks at the classroom and he goes, our time. Wow! Dude, you felt about <laughs> I like dang it. That guy getting like slammed. Around the bush, right? Brutal. And it was like, you know what? I don't think I ever take another music class in my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. That, those are setbacks, you know. Maybe not. But because look at a farmer would tell you, if you want a good crop, use a lot of manure. 
<laughs> so I got into music personal way with D. Boom. Yeah, yeah. He didn't chase me. He just uh, the academic part, which I kind of had to revisit down the road anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you leave the band. So yeah, it, you sell the horn. Yeah, you know, part of it was that. So part of it was the, 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 the guy, I just w- didn't want to be around the guy. He, he needed to be in a band touring somewhere. He really needed to be playing, not with a bunch of kids that were l- trying to learn how to play. But that's, that's where it was. But I had the, the armature, my teeth were growing in. As you notice, the incisors are a little bit longer. You've got to have the right mouth for the horn. Or sure. just, so I had kind of the right mouth as a kid, but as the mouth was developing, I was losing it. And he even told me that. that, that was, he was actually correct. He says, you're going to lose that. You're not going to be able to play right. You know? And so I, all those things combined, I'm like, I went no, back to... tough on the teeth. I was reading about John Coltrane. Always one of the reasons he got on the junk and shit was hurting. Right, the yeah. Teeth, all that pressure. You know, they used to cut their own reeds. Right. And uh, supposedly he, he had hardly anything cut. It was like this plank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> James Jameson wow. bass too. It had action like yeah. William Tell. Had to use your whole arm. <laughs> like a bow and arrow. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't play James Jameson bass. The action was so high on it. Yeah. So, uh, so I went back to BMX. You know, because I was into that yeah, and stuff with motors. I had some friends that did that. It was like right behind Walteria. There was this area where you could Walteria go ride. People is like uh, Torrance. A strange little piece of land between, between the Torrance, Torrance Airport and the, and the hill. Yeah. In, in fact, at the time, there was a landfill. It was still active. You remember okay. that? Yeah. Well, I came in 67. Yeah, it was going. It was going then. I, I kind of remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I know some of those tracks got put in when I was a boy when I first was coming here. But it was a great place to ride. So, you know, it's like, it wasn't, and we were doing horsing around on the bikes. We were jumping off. South High, that's the school. Yeah, but this is uh, Walteria Elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's so. That's between yeah, was, yeah, in, in, right in the town there, and so we were doing things like jumping our stingrays off the roof onto mattresses, you know. That we it, smart it, stuff. Yeah, evil can evil. That was it. He was you know, he was the guy. Right here, called Lockman Farm. Do you remember that? It's no, where, I didn't where the get big up. Housing was. Yeah, I knew. I, I tell people I grew up in Pedro smelling cow shit, and they don't believe me. But we had a farm. He had one in Gardena too. This uh, El Salvador child pad now, that was one of his drive-thrus to sell his milk. And instead of using a fence, he used a ditch. The cows can't. Right. So we would jump it out with our stingrays. There you uh, go. Yeah, luckily, I don't have yeah. more teeth. Mr. We didn't have helmets or anything. <laughs> yeah, we, we, nothing. <laughs> Do you remember on any Sunday, the, the opening from that movie, by yeah. Bruce Brown, and, and the kids all jump, hit that jump on their bicycles, and it, it freeze-framed, and yeah. that was the beginning of the movie. That's we we were we were those ki- we weren't those exact kids because I think I was down in San Diego but we were doing the same thing it was perfect it was so okay so a little bit of a detour but got back into music because you know uh, first it was AM good story about this yeah we were so broke you know I had like a cheapy little record player and some cheapy LPs you know kind of Herb Herb Alpert knockoff bands and stuff I was kind of into the instrumentals even back then but I had no radio. And I was walking home from school one day, and there, there's this, this radio in a trash can. And it looked fine. It was like old school. It was like this old Zenith. It turned out to be a, you know, a tube amp. Have, it was a tube radio. Okay. But I'm like, well, radio, maybe it works. I took it home, plugged it in, turned it on. 
and nothing. And I thought, oh, well, that's why they threw it out. And about, when I was about ready to unplug it and go toss it, it came on because the tubes warmed up. And I didn't know, you know, a lot of yeah. things. So it was just an AM. But I, that was... AM was different in those days. Well, there, Wolfman Jack, I listened to Wolfman Jack on K-Day. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Tuna. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I produced yeah. Wolfman Jack show once from so, Disneyland. Well, 1580 <laughs> K-Day. Yeah. For a while, he was on a Mexican station. Yeah. In the early 60s, right? Mm, yeah. And they had no limits. Right. So you could yeah. He would blast, yeah. One million watt stations. They were the X stations. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Heard it on the X. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's talking about. Like South of the border. <laughs> so... Yeah. I'm I'm getting hearing all this stuff. You know, I had to start with AM. FM came later. Then that was a whole new you know revelation with FM radio, and that was when the Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and all that. I'm hearing that going, wow, this stuff is fantastic, and that got me into guitar. So when did you buy your first guitar? Marshall Music. Remember that place? Sure. So I think is it still down there in downtown Torrance? The old Torrance, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like, was, yeah, yeah. The old SST was for a while. Yeah. I don't know, but most of the stuff there was school band. Right, yeah. But they, they had there some guitars. Some stuff. I got an acoustic Yamaha. Actually, people in those days, most music stores had school stuff. Right. And also, they sold records, and records also were sold in drugstores, like the Thrifty. Mm-hmm. But it was but a lot of band stuff. Yeah, but they had a couple of guitars. They had a Yamaha, so okay. got that and started working on it. Got the got amp. No, it was acoustic. Oh, acoustic. Uh, steel string. It was t- it was gnarly. You know, I was kind of still a little small, and, and you know, th- this thing was full size guitar with with. And I didn't know a lot about setting action or anything that came later, and it was just brutal. And I, I literally had to pick my fingers up and <laughs> put them into place. You know, like I'll never get this, and it, it hurts. I'm like, what in the world am I doing? What about lessons? Uh, I didn't take any lessons at the time. I got the Fred Node guitar method. Oh yeah. Which is great. So Alfred's you, method too, and I think Mel Blay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mel Bay. Mel Bay. Yeah. And and that actually worked. I I could, I could follow it, and I'm I'm learning the instrument, and then I'm training the ear, listening to the records, and sure. you know, it just kind of started building from there. What about gigs? Were you going to any gigs? You know, oddly enough, uh, no, no. Now here here's the deal about that. You remember, as a kid, you know. My pop was kind of into it, but again, we were broke, but that wasn't so much the issue. But the clubs, the music clubs were all smoky and not a good place to be. The The, the first gigs I remember that I could go to were like at Disneyland, Whoa. you know? Sure. So that was like in the 60s. And, and the cool thing about Disneyland during that period was like all these semi-retired big band people were playing there. I think Buddy because I was got like thrown out of there for smoking Malta. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you know, he was way into Malta. Yeah, yeah. And that, in fact, all that balloon shit on the tape—that's when they were like out of Malta. Because <laughs> he was Jones. <laughs> oh wow! So, so your first gigs is actually CD yeah, yeah, like because that was like a family setting, sure, sure. It's a place to kick, well, and, and it was great stuff. It wasn't really a good era for clubs, especially in the seventies. It was more arena rock. Right. Or or jazz clubs. Now now eventually when I got into my teens I was still too young but they let me in. We go to the lighthouse back when it was sure, the, when it was the, the jazz still the jazz sure. club. Remember they had the church pews in there, the wood benches, and, and that funky little bar, you know. But they were cool. Supposedly that bartender saved 
Miles Davis is still alive. Really? No. Bartender almost st- stabbed Miles Davis and Max Roach saved his life oh. grabbing the dude's arm. Wow. Yeah, there's some live Miles wow. from that pad. That pad had a lot of good gigs. Jazz even, Crusaders. Even up to the early 80s. The Jazz Crusaders were, were out of there. Sure, sure. And that kind of went. Joe Sa- the connection there is Joe Sample wound up living in Mammoth. And he brought a bunch. I missed this. I, I'm. It's really a shame that I missed it because he was bringing all these great jazzers, and they were blowing the roofs off of places in the '90s, you know. And I missed it. And then he died. He he had a heart attack, couldn't stay up there anymore, and then left. And he died not long after. But yeah, jazz crusaders. Much respect, Joe Samuels. Let's hear some music. Avoiding conditions and excellent bypass. And crashing traditions submerged in their morass And always the drinking card And always a plan for the attack Beware the lion roaring back Upstream to the backslide For giving it a swim Diving for false light, the mirror is still him. And running the roses all in bloom, and throwing a chair across the room, and busting a hole to buy the womb.
Live from Pedro Show, we heard uh, Amusement Park is Over by Guided by Voices. Uh, Bodegas with Days When I Need to. Sieta uh, Iglesias from Ricardo Tiaro. Tiaro, sorry. Colin Webster, Marco Sorato, Boradias, out of Sevilla. Uh, work in Progress version of Dobar Zivat. Good, huh? <laughs> Good life. Uh, Sorab Habibon in uh, Vasco. Atanasos. Uh, Skopje Macedonia. Yeah. Uh, body song from. Uh, yeah, this guy likes to write V's instead of U's. Okay, must be some Roman, huh? Uglux. And finally, Fluffers Union with Burn, baby, Burn. It's good to get a union. union. <laughs> 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 the first hour. Yep. Nels Klein had a song about that. <laughs> First down with the Pedro Show. we got to talk January about that. January 7, 2018. Hope
Bob from Pedro Show. Spent a second hour off with uh, Spot. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's back in Sheboygan. Freezing. Oh, man. We are spoiled Californians. Okay. We're horrible, spoiled people here in California. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Exodus. David Gerard out of Boston. What? They got a foot and a half yesterday, right? Yeah. What they call this bomb cyclone. Yeah. My heart is with it. You know, I got bad joints, man. I feel it. Did you see what happened on the coast there? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It flooded and froze. <laughs> Pipes busted and shit. You know, and that the water inside. Yeah. Okay, uh, sequ- uh, Sequentia Dysrhythmia, David Gerard. We'll take their Massachusetts, David. M.B. Jones, who's from that area? No, West Mass, mm. the other side of the state. But he's in Pusan right now, mm. where it's probably fucking colder than the grass bra. Nuclear War. God, there's a Sun Ra. Have you ever heard of his? Nuclear War. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. Sony Bob. Conformity contortion with uh, she who laughs, 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 laughs. Okay. It worked. Back to Phil. What about uh, the transition from this acoustic to electric? First electric I got was a Guild Starfire. Wow. There's a bass one called that, too. Yeah. Starfire electric. They were cheap back then. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like a second level, you know, semi-hollow body. Didn't really have... It wasn't great, but it was an electric guitar. Yeah, so you got an amp. I got a champ. Champ, Fender champ. Sign on the back said a Fender champ. That's right. <laughs> you know. And what? Did you that alone, or did you start jamming with cats? Uh, just learning the scales and the chords and trying to play with the records. Ah, and records. Trying yeah, to figure right. things out. And yeah. then every now and then we'd get together. None of us knew what we were doing. I think you could probably yeah, relate to that know. time. And we'd even have jams where we just bat chords, and I remember doing some stuff, and then later on here in the Stooges, and I'm like, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> they would actually be into that. Yeah, Seriously. we're just going, yeah. seat of the pants, just Those play guys. something. <laughs> because they, when people would ask them stuff, they'd explain like that. You yeah. have done that. You should just try it harder. So, no original songwriting, though. Uh, no, not then. We were in the same place. We're yeah. Just trying to figure just, out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of that way with a lot of stuff. Ever played in front of somebody? Oh, it was, it was humiliating. Well, talk about it. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, you, for, <laughs> you forget. You know, you you, you forget what you, you thought you had it. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. you thought you had it. You never really did, but you thought you did, and then and then you discover in front of a bunch of people you really don't. You know, and woo. <laughs> Down you go. <laughs> Down goes fate. Okay, and, so and that where was just, it at? Was it here in South Bend? Yeah, it was with some friends, living room somewhere. Ah, oh, the house and, show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, did a bunch of those. Those are even harder because you know everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, that should be good because you know they're they're kind of supportive, you oh, know. Okay. But all you know is, man, you just you lost it. You, you know, you, you fell know what apart. Pedro etiquette was like you're playing a kegger in somebody's backyard. Well, if that dude knows Black Dog better than you, he could take your guitar and keep playing. Yeah. And you're out. Yeah, yeah. That was Pedro Etiquette. <laughs> Get off was the, the stage. First dude. Like, he wouldn't let go of his drumsticks. No. <laughs> My gig. No, exactly. <laughs> but me and D. it happened to us many times with these dudes who would, you know, they were better at it. And, they, yeah. and you're, you're shamed. Talk about being shamed. <laughs> right. 
Oh, so it's just, you know, but again, it, it's the manure. Sure. So you know, it's just, it's like, you, you figure out that after all that, and you still want to do it, you know, so. You know what I want to do now? I want to have you collaborate, Brother Matt, with Spin Cycle.
watching a girl dressed in a light green sweater, blue shorts, long black stockings. There's a necklace of some sort, but her breasts are small, poor thing. And she watches her nails as her dirty white dog sniffs the grass in erratic circles. A pigeon is there too, circling, half dead with a tick of a brain, and I am upstairs in my underwear. When we come over the bridge, hundreds of us, like Hannibal over the mountain. Winter comes in Rome, winter comes in Paris, and Miami, and we come over our silver tracks, carrying our olive lunch pails, fat wives' coffee, and two bologna sandwiches, and only just a tidbit from the summer to chill our gross mad bones and prove to us that love is not flipped out like a coupon. Here we come, <laughs> hundreds of us. Blank-faced and rough. We can take it, goddammit. Over our silver tracks. Smoking king size in the grapefruit air. Here we come. Gold stamping and cheap cotton. Bad boys on. Aw, hell. We'd rather play the ponies or chance a sunburn at the shore. But we're men, goddammit, men, can't you see? Men coming over our bridge, taking our rum and our coffee, bitter, brave, and numb. See it, all those big guys around. You mean uh, the place with the big green screen? I asked. Yeah. Well, anyhow, I finally got on the other day picking tomatoes, and Jesus Christ, I couldn't get anywhere. It was too hot, too hot, and I couldn't get anything in my sack. So I laid under the truck in the shade, you know, and drank wine. I didn't make a dime. Have a drink, I said. Sure, he said. Sure. Two big women came in, and I mean big, and they sat next to us. Shot a red eye. One of them said to the bartender. 
Likewise, said the other. They pulled their dresses up around their hips and swung their legs. I'm going mad, I told my friend from the tomato fields. Jesus, he said. Jesus and Mary, I can't believe what I see. It's all there, I said. You a fighter? The one next to me asked. No, I said. What happened to your face? Automobile accident on the San Bredou Freeway. Some drunk jumped the divider. I was the drunk. How old are you, Daddy? Old enough to slice the melon, I said, tapping my cigar ashes into my beer to give me strength. Can you buy a melon? She asked. Have you ever been chased across the Mojave and raped? No, she said. I pulled out my last 20 and with an old man's barrel abandoned ordered four drinks. Both girls smiled and pulled their dresses higher if possible. Who's your friend? They asked. This is Lord Chesterfield, I told them. Pleased to meet you, they said. Hello, bitches, he answered. We want through the third street tunnel to a green hotel. The girls had a key. There was one bed and we all got in. I don't know who got who. The next morning, my friend and I were down at the farm labor market on San Pedro Street. Holding up and waving our social security cards. We couldn't see his. I was the last one on the truck. A big woman stood up against me. She smelled like port wine. Honey, she asked. Whatever happened to your face? Fairgrounds. A dancing bear who didn't. Bullshit, she said. Maybe so, I said. But get your hand out from around my balls. Everybody's looking. When we got to the fields, the sun was really up, and the world looked terrible. Yeah, the man.
Phil. Thank you much. Phil, you just did to us. Yeah. What was the inspiration, pulse force that made you do what you just did to us? Well, I, I just was hoping I could get something going to get Phil to work on. Yeah. <laughs> With a little You're Bukowski like a little touch Bukowski. Little, for local action. A little provider, a little trampoline <laughs> provider. I like that idea. Very and cool. We brought in yeah, Mr. Bukowski, who has planted. Nearby. Western, yeah, nearby. Uh, thank you very much, Phil. Yeah, that was very cool. Much. Thanks. And You're welcome. Actually, some of your loopy stuff got in there. I hope so. Yeah, I heard it with my very <laughs> coming right through the ear hole. Okay. Um, I heard you do a Jimmy Lick. Uh, inspiration you got on guitar. Man, uh, everything from Julian Bream to uh, to Hendrix to um, you know Jazzers, Larry Coryell, uh, you know. I'll, uh, Zoothorn Rollo, you know, Beefheart. No, uh, I think Harkelode. Steve Vai. I think now, he works at a bookstore <laughs> up in Eugene. Who's that? Zoothorn Rollo. His, yeah. His, actually, the cat owned the name. He wrote a book, I think it's called uh, Moonbeams. Lunar Beans. He, he wrote a book about it his time. And, and I recommend also the Mike Barnes book on the cat, the second edition. Did you you saw that interview with Ry Cooter was talking about playing well, in the he's band? On the first album. Yeah. <laughs> and he leaves and there was a Monterey pop gig they got and the cab walked off the stage yeah. and so Ry was like, I'm out of here. He's but t- in the Mike Barnes book he also said uh, it was kind of a brown shirt vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he he's not from the desert. He was Bob Crosdale put him together with those guys. Right. Now the captain and Frank grew up together in Lancaster and all that, but uh, that would have been interesting to see that early '60s, uh, '64. Yeah, in that First place. They do, before <laughs> Rye, though, those guys. Actually, before Rye, they had just the desert guys. They did a version of Diddy Wah Diddy. Okay, I haven't heard album. that. Yeah, and actually, it was it was what was lame for them is some band on the East Coast <laughs> cover at the same time. Like this, that should happen to Stanley Kubrick. Mm. Like right the, the full metal and platoon and well, army and movie time with the ghost stuff and you know, space stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his movies uh, even with uh, Strange Love, uh, Doctor Strange Love and uh, Henry Fonda failsafe. Mm-hmm. You got there, and there was always something coming out at mm-hmm. the same time, and that's what happened with Captain's first single. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guarantee. And here's the best way. I gave it to Tom Watson, my copy. He was given to me. But what you can do in these days, you couldn't do in the old days. Like, he goes through every two, all 43 versions of the Magic Band, okay? All the all the songs wow. are recorded. So what you can do is go to YouTube.com. You can hear these songs as you're reading the book. So you can see all the shit he's referring to. It's the, one of the most intense, yeah. I'll have to, uh, no. I, I, you're listening yeah. to the music track by track by, while reading the book. And it, it just gives, I've never read, um, I learned about a musical thing that I had been with for so many years, but all the interest, intricacies and minutia, but then kept alive by the music. The tunes are right there, so it's not just word spiel. Right. I got the yeah. in there. Okay. But, but what about uh, what about so jazzers? Guys that you saw live in the local scene. 
Oh, man. You know, I just didn't get out to a lot of clubs. Now, when I moved back to, to New York City, I got out. Okay. Uh, got out a bit. But it was still... It was a lot easier. Yeah. Stadium Rock was big. And, yeah. you know, we go to see... I saw, you know, Santana, uh, Z-Bop, which was actually... He had the band. That was actually not bad. Uh, Journey, you know, Neil Sean, of course. I saw two versions. The first one, you know, because he... Talk about Santana, Greg Rowley's the singer. Yeah. In fact, I think he's been Neil, playing with them lately. Oh, uh, Neil Sean, Neil, they were because Santana dudes. Because the thing, it all fell in. They get the Somebody Filipino dude now. Yeah, yeah, they lost Steve Perry. I don't know. No, but yeah. even after that, yeah. one of the guys is in with somebody. Who's the young man that Carlos brought? He's got a beef with some guy in the band who's talking with somebody he don't agree with. And so the band... Anyway, Greg Rowley's been playing with Carlos Santana. And he made a band called Journey with those guys. Yeah, And yeah. it was Prague. The right, yeah. Was, uh, I don't know, all too much, George Harrison. Right. And, uh, do you remember this? I yeah, saw him yeah. for Emerson, Lake and Palmer. And then they get this singer and turn him to this... I saw that tour, too, and it was... I go, man, that guy... I just can't stand his candy... Sweet voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg Rowley has a good soul, uh, yeah, soulful he's voice. Got a great voice. But I guess the high voice, maybe because of the Robert Plant thing. Actually, he got that from Steve Marriott. Okay. The, guy, the humble pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You know what? How he started? He played Oliver. I mean, uh, the the play Oliver. He's really one of the little. What's his name? Fagin or William Phil, Phil Collins was in Oliver. Okay. He did. He, he was the artful dodger. Okay. Yeah. Where the, you, okay, yeah, he's the gang leader. Then, yeah. This guy, I think, is a more of a mouse. <laughs> right. Or Steve, well, Steve Marriott. Robert Plant admits that's where he got that high voice. That man, he is powerful. He had big effect on me. Okay, so influences. Yeah. Jimmy Page, for sure. You know, the whole Zeppelin thing. Yeah, David Gil- Gilmore, Jeff Beck, you know. Really like Jeff Beck. Yeah. I like. For two reasons: one, he doesn't practice a lot, and two, and two, he's into cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with the end of the second hour, January seventh, two thousand eighteen, Dishwalk Peter Show special guest Phil Kokos. Hang tight for hour three. January seventh, two thousand eighteen. It's the third hour. Live from Pedro Show.
Show we start off the third hour with Mold Omen out of Baltimore doing Atlas Courage, then Nick Fit out of Osaka doing Swale, and Kurt Steiff on the Swing Shift. I think they're out of Torrance. I think mm. it's Kurt Schellenbach from the Nip Drivers, actually, but under pseudonym. And Paul Russell did this album with him, and it's called Drug and Alcohol. And Mailmen, which are young kids, I think, from the same area, Torrance, I don't want to die. Back with Phil and his journey through music. What about dudes not on guitar that did music? Oh, Keith Emerson. Yeah. Keith Emerson. I mean... That- by the way, people, we lost him last year. Very sad. Yeah, I lost a lot of people. Also, his bass man, Greg Lake. Yeah, Lake died. Yeah. If he cancer got Greg Lake, yeah. Keith... He was, he was really sick, and, and he had he had like terminal... He couldn't use his hands anymore. Here's what I he couldn't heard. play. Here's what I heard. He had a tour in Japan coming up, 
and his hands were laid yeah. because he's an old, less yeah. younger guy. And instead of going, for, my, of course, it's so easy to talk about somebody else. But I say go for more simple stuff. But he couldn't do that stuff, and he felt he was going to because he did a tour before that, and he embarrassed himself. Yeah, you know, you can see he's on some videos. Some they they've posted some of the later videos. He had a, di- a very good guitarist, but different band, and he had a bass player and all different different guy. He had a black bass ba- player, and you could tell he just he couldn't keep up. Is is he had had already carpal tunnel s- surgery once or twice. He was done. He was as good as it was going to get. And he, he couldn't play I, anymore. I think he should have changed. I, he could have taught. To like say, I think, but yeah. Anyway, I already said. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he, he could have taught. He could have done other things, but he wanted to play and Look, he couldn't. Depression yeah. is a heavy trip. Yeah, it's yeah. a real thing. It's not because he was too weak. I just think depression is strong, and we should help each other out. Yeah. We see cats with it. Like you were talking about when that illness almost got me. I was yeah. a hard time, right? Yeah. You need other cats sometimes. Joe Frank. And see, Joe Frank. So that, that, he was on KCRW at that time when, when you were right. sick right. and when I was going through my divorce. And I, I felt every day for a period, like, not like I wanted to die, but like I was going to die. Just every day felt like may, I might die today. And then I, Sunday evenings, Joe Frank comes on and, one of the first things I heard, he did a thing called Love Prisoner, which was about failed relationships. Ah. <laughs> and I, I listened to that, and I'm like, it's going to be okay, I think. <laughs> uh, people look him up on the internet. Joe Frankie put together these, kind of like what we heard with Mr. Bukowski there, uh, kind of uh, more prose maybe, but they're these mind movies. The monologues are fantastic. He did movies and stuff in the 80s and 90s. He did, Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Some of them are on YouTube. Yeah, uh, pretty fantastic. I only know him audio wise. Yeah, and, uh, he did radio. Buttloads of cassettes because I, I we listen to this shit on tour. <laughs> it's mind movies. It's yeah, it really takes you on a trip. Affliction. If he doesn't take this medicine every hour, he pukes his brains out. So he thinks this has something to do with his uh, character development. Maybe so. Here, let's play uh, last music for this edition.
Walk from Pedro show. That was uh, Spheres and Constellations from Further South, which has uh, Furthest, Farthest. Which is it? Oh, I got to get my uh, S.I. Hayakawa book for. He's got a yeah, book for moments that? like that. Uh, yeah, Bible, Sleepy Sam. He's got Sleepy Sam. And what's the other one? The Picked other one's like Who and Who. Yeah, yeah. And what's the other one? Uh, is there? Yeah, there's a... Between the U.S. and England? Is that the difference? Anyway, uh, Barry Burko, the guy we, I had on the last, that made a whole album on it. Oh, yeah. But man, it dragged him out of the depression. Gotta have something to do, something to look forward to. That's the cure. That's right. <laughs> now we're gonna have Brother Phil do some music. Thank you. 
begin right away to play and sing another original. To me, it's embarrassing. I don't know why. Well, first because the singing isn't all that good. And second, because there's something about a guitar that I just don't like. Now, there is one song after another. There's no stopping the visitor. He or she has a very large repertoire. So, at first I grow dizzy, then a bit nauseous. The music continues for what seems a lifetime. I will finally say, please, stop! Okay. Yeah. We're not done yet. Visitor will quietly put the guitar down on the on the table. Hank, my wife will say, "What's wrong with you?" I can't stand it. I will answer. The visitor will then be at the door. They will be leaving. I'm sorry, my wife will say. It's all right. The visitor will respond with a little smile. Then he or she will be gone. You, my wife will say, you like to hurt people's feelings. I hate guitars, I say. Only awful people play guitars. We've just lost a friend. So I say, and walk gratefully up the stairs. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. being on the show. <laughs> Brother Phil Kokonis, Brother Matt, we also had a little peanut gallery, but they will remain unnamed. <laughs> Everybody, it's been the January 7, 2018 edition of the Flop Vito Show. Keep your powder dry.